Hello, guys, and welcome to another episode of Lumia Sports. I'm your host, Demetrius Mason, joined again by one Darnell Jones. What's up, guys? And joined again by the one, the only Dom. Y'all already know what it is. Triple D's, what it do. I'm excited. Dom said he's been performing like Pistons Derrick Rose. We should see some Knicks Derrick Rose out of him today. I can't wait for the rejuvenated Dom out here. Um, <laughs> nah, nah, la- nah, last episode I gave us the, the, the teaser of the of the century. It's true. So. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> my man, my man did he did he was sleepy on Monday, but Tuesday he came out there different. <laughs> can't even came from about that one. Um, hey, but let's move on to these games. I mean, seven games and seven very interesting ones. I guess we would y'all know what we gotta do. Start with the least interesting one. Hey, man, the Blazers beat the Magic 106-97. You look, man, and, you know, to the unknowing eye, you're like, damn, damn, 36 points, plus 10 out there, 9-22. But you just take a look, man. We, we've told you this all, all season. The front runners. So he came out first quarter, 31-19. Like, oh, we can't play defense, but these guys can't score. So that means we can just do what we do out here. And so Dame went crazy with that 36. Gary Trent just shot the ball a lot, 6 of 18. Not very good efficient shooting, but it didn't matter because, again, the Magic can't score. So you have 15 points, 6 assists. And Carmelo Anthony did go crazy, 23 points off the bench on 16 shots. We know those three are going to get the shots up, and, if, and Simmons is going to get up the next most amount of shots. He had a solid game with 11 of plus three. If all those guys are going to be a positive, they're just not going to lose the game. doesn't matter what happens. I mean, Vucevic tried. He had 27. Did Cole Anthony get hurt? Oh, man. Yeah, he did. Man, did Clark get hurt too? Oh, this, these dudes are dying out here. Nah, Clark Clark was fine. Was 16 minutes. Yeah. Damn, not Cole Anthony. Oh, man. That's the whole Al Farouk Amino just, just came back and got hurt again in the same, in four minutes. Came back four minutes, minus seven, injured again. Yikes. Yeah. Man, they will just play Mo Bamba and just <laughs> Darnell, what are your thoughts on this one? Yeah, it started off with, you know, Gary Trent and Carmelo in the first half getting it going. Gary Trent kind of cooled off. He only finished the six of 18, but I think Dame had nine at halftime and finished the game with 36. He had 27 in the second half leading the team. He wasn't that efficient, shooting only 40% from the field. But for Orlando, they just got just ravaged with injuries. And Vucevic put up a good fight with his 27 and 15. But they just have no other production. If Cole Anthony's hurt, if Terrence Ross, he played, he performed well, but it's just not enough. They need more out there. They need to be a healthy squad to, to win games. And, yeah, they lost by nine points. Uh, the Blazers, they got contributions from the guys that they need to get contributions from. Even though Covington finished with a plus, <laughs> plus 11, he only had five points, but he had 11 rebounds. They got a lot of rebounds as a team and prove why they can win these type of games, even though they have CJ out. Yeah. Dom, what were your thoughts? I have a proposition for Orlando. 
think what they got to do is trade Vucevic and see if they can get Pritchard and Robert Williams and a first. Because oh. I think they should. I think. Kemba? I think. The, hmm? Pritchard, Robert Williams, and a first. Yup. Just start it over. Just start the rebuild over, man. Vucevic. I don't think, I don't think Boston takes that trade. Free Vooch. Free Vooch. Well, I mean, Orlando, hey, if Orlando dumbass take Kemba, then I mean, you know what, whatever. But, hey, Vucevic would go out here, he'd do his thing. But damn, bro, he's literally the only starter in the game, the only, like, person that started the season in the game. And then two people got hurt in the same game. I'm like, well, damn, <laughs> if six players are going to be injured, then you feel me? Lillard going to put up his 40. You already know he's going to take advantage of that. This has nothing yeah. to do with the Blazers. This has everything to do with the Magic just being hurt. The Magic were fully healthy. They probably would have won this game. But they're missing six players. They're missing six rotation players. So if it's just going to be Vooch and Terrence Ross all by themselves, I mean, you know, it's only so much they can do. The only reason I take Kemba Walker is because he's proven before that he can carry bad teams and just score. So, I mean, that's what he, the team's going to be. He can – but the thing is, he only made the playoffs two times in, in that same stretch, though. It's not like he it's not like he was carrying them to, you know, the playoffs to an eighth seed every year. He only – he was an eighth seed both times, and he only made it twice in, like, in like the eight years he was there. Well, I guess this year, this year they're not sixteen. They're they're done. This is what they need, actually. To be honest, in a weird way, enough with the eighth seeds. Just go ahead. You're all hurt. Teams like dead out there. You know, as soon as I saw New Fortnite, I was like, oh, they really won't be able to score tonight. They normally can't. And they only lost by nine. Yeah, the Blazers aren't that good, but hey, the Blazers are thirteen and ten. They really got a schedule. They got a break with the injuries the way they are, actually, because their schedules got really easy, like really yeah. easy, like yeah, super duper easy out of nowhere. And like because they had all those tough games right in the early season, everyone was like, "Dame, Dame, Dame," and now they're just like, "Okay, cool," because they're probably gonna have one of those, like I've been saying, one of those backloaded schedules. Um, just because of what Dame did in the bubble. So people are going to be like, all right, we need to see him against this team, him against that team as the season goes on. And hopefully by then they get CJ and Nurkic back and um, we'll see what happens there. Amen. I'm just looking at I'm just looking at the Blazers' schedule. Their next upcoming games, their next five games, they play Philadelphia, Cleveland, Dallas, OKC, and New Orleans. Washington is the 16th. That's like, I mean, they're losing to us. But like, other than that, that's like, yeah, like they can really go four and two in that stretch. Yeah, like they just got to in. Yeah, go ahead. No, they just got to stay afloat really until CJ and Nurkic come back, and who knows if Nurkic is going when he comes back. Yeah. But I, I was saying I noticed it early in the year. Enos is not terrible on defense. It really isn't. Like Vucevic be scoring twenty seven on everybody, so. He ain't scored yeah. 40 on him like he did against the Bulls. You know what? <clears throat> hey, is what it is. I mean, Cantor's always, again, Cantor's always at the size and, like, the weight and, like, the strength to be good on defense. It's just as soon as he steps outside the paint, it's over. 
Yeah, I was gonna say he's he's a he's not that bad as a post defender, but as far as a help side defender or him guarding on the perimeter, he's toast. Yeah, it's, it's a right. He's just he's just too slow. Yeah, he's way too he slow. He can't be as slow as can't be as slow as he is. Yeah, true, true, true. Hey Amen. Moving on to the game on TNT, the beatdown of the night. The Pelicans beat the Rockets 130-101. Yikes. Just look at these Rockets numbers, man. One of eight from DeMarcus Cousins. Couldn't guard anybody with Noah Bell. Eric Gordon was out there, eight for 19 <laughs> at 23 points. But a minus 40, minus 40. That's the worst I've seen all season. That's pretty Damn, bad. Eric. He didn't even play that bad. Yeah, he didn't necessarily play. Still, minus minus four is pretty awful. Um, and you look at the Pelicans; everyone was in the positive. They fully decided, man. These two got a combined nine minutes, and they played one of the options. They don't want to play Melly. That's fine. Play Herman Gomez. Just don't play Hayes, and don't play Reddick. It's not that hard. Play him nine minutes, probably late minutes. It didn't matter. And look at everybody else. Um, and Stephen Adams coming back has been just huge for them. He's a plus 13 out there. Zion was a plus 29, 20.7 assists. And obviously, if there's no Christian Wood and there's no Oladipo, this was slated to be a complete beatdown. And I don't know how, but Josh Hart had 17 rebounds, which is just unbelievable. Um, Dom, what were your thoughts on this one? I mean, again, similar to Orlando. Houston just doesn't have when when everybody was there, you know. Houston just Houston was able to compete with teams, but now that everybody's getting hurt, like it it was happening at first, but now it's just but it just gets to a point where y'all just can't keep dealing with all these injuries. Everybody can't just keep you know playing above their means, so you know they're just they're they're missing a lot. In New Orleans, you know, they have their full roster. Whether their roster is great or not, it's full. <laughs> and you feel me? And we know that <clears throat> we know that Josh Hart is obviously one of the big keys to the team. He's probably their he's probably their best bench player at this point, probably the most consistent. And he showed out tonight with twenty well, he damn near had a twenty twenty game as a shooting guard. So <laughs> I mean, he came out there crazy. So I, I'm. I honestly do want. Well, outside of Demarcus, they still don't really have a center. So Stephen Abs was probably like boxing people out, and then Josh would probably go out there and get the rebound. He, I, I guess he would probably be guarding like Eric Gordon or somebody. But I don't know how he got 17 rebounds. He really went out there he crazy. Played more than everybody. <laughs> yeah, he he had the most minutes of anybody in the game. Yeah, by far. Dan tried to Eric Butts out there. I was like, oh, he's trash tonight. Let me just put Josh Hart in the game. <laughs> and, and it's been and it's and it's another good scoring performance from Lazo. Mm-hmm. Five of twelve, three of six from three. So, you know, he's been stepping up on offense too as of late. Yep. So he's gotten them trade rooms. He's like, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> we'll just go out here and hit some threes, I guess. Like my brother. Uh yeah, Arno, yeah. what were your thoughts? Yeah, not too much to say about this game Houston is just too many injuries they've if they're not going to put 
if they're going to rest guys, I don't know why they didn't play Oladipo. I'm assuming that it was rest-related. They've been resting. It's a back-to-back. I'm assuming they, they rested John Wall on the front end of the back-to-back. But if they're, they don't have their guys and they don't have the troops and they can't play with their depth, then it's going to be a struggle for them to win games. And they're not expected to get blown out like this. But anytime you take 43 threes and you make 13 of them, a guy like Josh Hart is probably going to get a lot of rebounds because it's probably going to be a lot of long rebounds from three-point shots. And I don't know. I'm just not impressed with their coaching as of as – if, if we had a worst coach of the day, it would probably go to Steven Silas, but – we don't oh, have he can't easily, easily have dickhead of the day is right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely candidate yeah. right there. <laughs> I, think. I honestly, I, I ain't even going to front to you. As soon as Christian Will got hurt, I would have been like, you know what? <laughs> I'm like, you know what? The season over. Let's just go get a high draft pick now. How long is he hurt for? Is he hurt for the year? He's hurt no. for like a month at least. Oh, be I well, think he, is, it's an ankle. It's an ankle injury, I believe. Yeah. If we're being honest, this is kind of what happens when you trade for a bunch of injury-prone players. This is what's gonna happen. Yeah. Oladipo is known for being hurt. John Wall is <clears> being <throat> hurt. And Christian Wood has never played a full season. So. And Demarcus is gonna. Yeah, and Demarcus, Demarcus is just trying to hang in there, honestly, right now, trying to just not get hurt. That's why he's shooting so many threes. Yep. You win the Blake Griffin, man. <laughs> Talk about a little bit. Um, but moving on to someone who just earned dickhead of the day but played a lot better this game. Um, the Warriors end up winning, beating the Spurs 114-91. Draymond Green bouncing back. Only three turnovers, 11 assists, 6.7 rebounds. No Zero three threes. Shots. Yes. <laughs> no threes for Draymond. He could say all he wanted to the media for his pride, but he at least knew that shit was dumb. <clears throat> That's all that needed to happen. Wiggins went out there, highest plus minus, five of 14. I don't know how he always ends. He had three steals. He always ends up with, like, the highest, the second highest plus minus. It's weird. Um, but Curry out there, you know, doing what he does, 11 for 20. Plus 15, 32 points. And they just really – they were just not going to lose this game to the Spurs. I mean, it was kind of obvious. They weren't going far around losing these guys. They also <laughs> didn't have Devin White. So – and no Aldridge again. So, I mean, for the Spurs, there's nobody could score. They just said, you know what? We're not going to let anyone score. And nobody could. Only Trey Lyle shot 50% from the field. DeRozan, 4 for 11. Colin Johnson, 5 for 16. Everyone's a negative. Dom, what'd you see out of this one? The Spurs really are a team of a bunch of like 80 to 75 overall players. <laughs> 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 like, there's nobody on this team that's that good, but there's nobody on this team that's that bad. So that's why they like, that's why they, you know, that's why they're capable of winning games. Everybody's at least average. But it really comes down to the guards more than anybody. DeJounte, you know, DeJounte had like 27 last game. Um, um, Lonnie Walker went out there and had a big fat zero. Uh, uh, Derek White wasn't there, but even when Derek White has been there, he hasn't been that effective. <clears throat> even Keldon Johnson, you know, like they just don't have, they just really don't have a lot of offense. Any of them, it's, it's weird. Like 
any of them can have a can have a really good game, but they can also have a really bad game too, like a really average scoring game as well. So, I mean, they be trying, but it's it's nobody on the team is good enough. So, mm-hmm. that's just what it comes down to. And Golden State, they had they had there was no minus on the court today. The lowest minus was a the lowest was a plus four. So they they just had a better team, and you know the Spurs only won the last game. It was it was a it was a three point game, and then you know you know what happened. So they weren't better than them. It's just they, they had it was just some some mistakes that happened. So yeah, uh, Darnell, what were your thoughts? Yeah, I think it comes down to. Like Dom said, the Spurs have a lot of average, above average players. They don't have that excellent player that can kind of will you to a victory. I would probably say at this point, <laughs> their second best player is missing went with the, uh, LaMarcus Aldridge. And I'm not really a big fan of Keldon Johnson leading the team in shots. I think Deontay Murray or DeMar DeRozan in that role should be getting those shots. But for <clears> the Warriors <throat> – it's good to get Steph back, or Steph's been doing this all year, and he's just the best player out there on the floor. And yeah. those are the – it's really not much Spurs can do about it. Even though he was only four for ten for three, just the threat of his three is just devastating, and it opens up the game for a lot of other players. They hit 17 as a team, the bitch. Three from Damian Lee, three from Eric Pascal. You got two from Baysmore. So whenever they're spreading the ball around and getting other guys open looks, I think that's the way that they need to play. Not Draymond had another 11 assists, which I've been keeping my eye out. He's been having double digit assists probably three of the last three or four straight games now. And the Warriors are playing Warriors basketball. Spurs, they just couldn't score enough points to keep up. I'm, I was actually just – I was just looking at Steph's stats. I'm looking. He's averaging 29.6, uh, 48.7% field goal percentage, 92.9% free throw percentage, and 42.9% uh, three-point percentage. That looks that looks almost exactly like his unanimous MVP year. Aside, his field goal percentage is a little lower, and he's averaging like a little less points. But for the most part, it's right there. He's he's still at that 50, 40, 90 type range, and he's still averaging like 30. So he's looking right back like his MVP season. And if it weren't for <clears throat> if it weren't for, you know, LeBron having the best record and Jokic and B doing what they're doing, he would easily be like right back up there for MVP. If it wasn't for Kelly Oubre, yeah, he would be MVP. But, you know, it is what it is, man. Hey, man, you watched Draymond do some <laughs> stupid shit last night. Was that wasn't even really great. I was going to say, man, hey, Draymond is eighth in the league in assists, though. Yeah. I mean, we know that we, – we knew the team around stuff wouldn't be, you know – wouldn't be great without Clay. We didn't know how bad it would be. They they they've definitely gotten better. Yeah, I since agree. The start of the season by far, but no. I guess we'll see. I don't know if they've gotten that much better. I think we'll see. 
I think what it is is they're going small. I really think this is that. Yeah. We'll see if they – because I, I, they just really should not play Wiseman. Or at least not play because this is really who they are at their core. This is this this is the champion. This is the five-time champion team right here. Yeah. Well, the five-time finals appearance lineup right here, just mix and match different people. Yeah, fuck making it easy for Draymond. He's going to do what he does. And just not going to win games. Yeah, discussion. They'll give up some rebounds. But who cares? Um, <clears throat> moving on. The Jazz beat the Celtics 122-108. Of course, for the Celtics, there was no Marcus Smart. Um, and, hey, man, that hurt as Donovan Mitchell went crazy. 36 points, nine assists for him on 12 of 23 shooting. Um, for the Celtics, though, Jalen Brown, 33, <clears throat> 20 out there for him. Jason Tatum struggling, minus 21 from, from out there. Um, and seven from 20 from the field. And your guy, Dom's favorite player, Kemba Walker, two for 12, seven points, <laughs> minus 16. <laughs> Good Lord. And for the Jazz, a Gobert, 18 points, 12 rebounds. Uh, Ingles and Bogdanovich both went off. Ingles with 24. Um, Bogdanovich with 16. Clarkson just went out there. He, hey man, he's four or fifteen too. But the difference is he's on the bench. So you can do that. He is a, only a minus four. That's a very impressive, actually, to go four for fifteen and be only a minus four. Um, yeah. Hey Dom, what are your thoughts on this one? They're missing Marcus real bad. <clears throat> missing him real bad because you know you know exactly. You already know what happened. They put Kemba and Tatum out there together for a little bit of time. You already know what them niggas were doing. Yep. <laughs> niggas right. Jalen wasn't out Talking. there for a few minutes and boom, that shit was just going up and, and out. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was going up, hitting the rim, never going in the basket. So you know, I mean, as I always said, as good as the Jays are, as good as Marcus is, as good as their bench can be. The whole team comes down to one man and one man only. And if this dude going to be awful, they will lose every game. And if this dude going to be good, they will win every game. So it, it comes all down to him. And so far this season, all he's done is sell, 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 sell. <clears throat> and you know what? It's about time that before his trade value is just gone, they need to find one dumbass team to be like, you know what? We need a point guard. And, like, if I was Boston, I would try my hardest. I really would. Yeah, you know, he just needs a new change of scenery, man. Look at what he did in Charlotte. <laughs> like, like you know, Vucevic near the end of his, you know, Vucevic near the end of his contract. I think, you know, I would just try. I would see if I could get Vuce. Because I heard, right, <clears throat> I heard that. The Celtics were trying to pair, and listen to the wording. This the Celtics were trying to pair Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, and Vucevic to make a big three. I'm not even gonna comment on that. So you already know what that you already know what that means. The Boston's saying. I did hear that. I did hear that they were possibly looking to move Tristan. I mean. 
Yeah, that that wouldn't be a bad move. I mean, especially if they can somehow finesse Vooch out of it. Honestly, bro, trade Kemba. Trade if if the mat if the Magic want to rebuild, then I think the Magic should go for Pritchard and Robert. But if they want to keep treadmilling and being an eighth seed and being average all their lives, then they should trade for Kemba and um, Tristan. But either way, Vooch, Vooch is probably going to go to Boston. If, if, if a trade is to happen, uh, Boston's probably the most likely place for Vooch. <clears throat> Darnell, what were your thoughts? I have a question for you guys. Mm-hmm. Who's who's the best player on the Boston Celtics? Jalen Brown. Demetrius? Oh, I said Jalen Brown too. Jalen Brown. It was in unison. <laughs> I think I, I think there's a lot of people that think it's Jason Tatum, and I think we all assume that it's Jason Tatum, but I think so far when he's been out there it's been proven that the best part of Boston Celtics is Jalen Brown. I think he brings more to the defensive end. And Jason Tatum, as great as he is, when he doesn't have his great offensive, his great offensive games, he doesn't bring as much to the table, which is why you see a minus 21. I think Kemba's damaged goods at this point. I think <laughs> his minus 16 and seven points, it's just like mind boggling that he's falling to this level. And I think the Boston Celtics are a team that's treading water right now. I think they yeah. have to make some moves before the deadline if they want to kind of right the ship. But as of, as we're speaking right now, I think the Boston Celtics are a below average team that has aspirations to get to the NBA finals. And that's just a, a very large discrepancy right now. They, they they really just don't have any talent outside the Jays. And like you said, Jason, when Jason can't score, he's pretty useless because he just takes stupid-ass shots. So, like, if he's just going to take stupid shots and miss them, it, it, it looks nice when the stupid shots go in. But when he misses yeah. them, it, it don't. <laughs> but <clears throat> that's something I've been saying for a while now. I've honestly, like, even before the bubble, I was mm-hmm. like, Tatum's good. But it really, Jalen really is. Well, Marcus is the key to the team. Like yeah. Kemba's the X factor. Marcus is the key. But Jalen's like the consistent presence. Like he's just never had. Even though Tatum, Tatum really never had the big games either until like this year. Even like, even maybe in the bubble. Like I think in the bubble was the first time he scored over like thirty in a game. Yeah, I think. So. It was some weird stat like that. I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was something. Yeah, I was like, "How's how is this dude such a prolific scorer?" <laughs> and, and, he, and he took and he never scored over thirty type shit. So it's like, I don't know. I always I always thought Tatum was a bit overhyped. I mean, he's definitely a good player. I saw a study. I mean, not a study. I saw like a um a poll between like NBA GMs. And then, like, they were saying – or it might even been just some Instagram shit. I don't know what it was. But it was definitely, like, who – if there was any player you could start your franchise with for the next 10 to 15 years, who would it be? Number one was Jason Tatum. I was like, what? That's ridiculous. I was yeah. like, bro, what the <laughs> fuck did you just say? 
Just... <laughs> people act like Jason ever been out there without Jalen. Jason not doing shit if Jalen not out there. I don't think Jalen doing shit if Jason out there either. I think they need each other. But that's a good point. To say that to say that Jason is I think you could like if you want to make the argument, whatever. I don't like I guess you could argue Jason over Jalen. But for for me personally, Jalen's just more consistent. And like his shots, like I like I said before, Jalen's shots come within the flow of the offense. So like Jay Jalen Jason is better at like closing and like he's a better ISO scorer. Like he really do try his hardest to be Kobe out there. But yeah. <laughs> I mean, but I mean Jalen, he's more of a within the flow of the offense type scorer. And then like and he does jack shots though. He's not that he don't jack shots, it's just be within the flow more. But then mm-hmm. if he misses, he'll go out there, he'll play defense and stuff like that. But they're both uber athletic. They both can shoot well enough. Um, Tatum's not great on defense, but he's like, he's not a complete liability. He's a bit overrated, but he's not like awful, awful. So no, I don't think you can. You can't. You can't put Jason Tatum on a guy and tell him to take him out of the game. I think you could probably yeah. do that with Jalen Brown. Yeah, but obviously that's Marcus Smart's role, and without Marcus Smart out there, the team. Is playing too way too many. Like, look at this. Look at this minutes distribution. Twenty eight minutes for Daniel Tice, twenty six minutes for Tristan, twenty seven minutes for Grant Williams, and twenty three minutes for Semi Ojale. Who out of those four players are going to score? I mean, obviously Daniel Tice <laughs> five and six from three, but that's not going to be that often that he goes five or six from three. Yeah, I see. They're not even playing Jeff Teague at all. So at no. this point, so I mean. Boston just doesn't have a lot of talent at this point. It's like it's like we see the two, and then they keep making, they keep forcing their way to the Eastern Conference Finals, but they're not that good. <laughs> they never yeah. really have been, honestly. Boston. We didn't talk about the Jazz at all. And they're twenty and five. That's fucking in the league. Because well, winners, winners of sixteen of seventeen. Like we've said, this it's the same story. Yeah, <laughs> nothing's they, changed for Utah. They have continuity. Um, Donovan Mitchell had a good game. Um, they 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 play good. They win games. Good job, guys. Damn, another That's... win. No, Mike Conley. Yawn. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> I yawned. That's crazy. They're doing Yawn. it all. Yawn. Because they didn't have Bogdanovich, they'd have been smack in the conference finals. Until until Gobert puts up another thirty and thirty, I don't care. Wow. How many All Stars are they going to get two in? Do you think? They got two in last year. Gobert and Mitchell, def- yeah, they're, yeah, they're getting two. Okay. I think I think Christian Wood getting hurt opened it up for Gobert. I think I think Wood could have had it over Gobert, but now I think it's Gobert's. Yeah, that's a good point. And everybody keeps every everybody keeps wanting to force Jamal Murray into it, but nah, he ain't been it. <laughs> he's nah, not. he's not in it. So yeah, it's my guy Jamal really fucked up. Really fucked up. Bag this year. I mean, he's he's a good 
again, you know, he was good in the bubble. He's good in the postseason. It's just in the regular season, garbage. It's weird. <laughs> he he on some Eli Manning shit. <laughs> <laughs> on some Joe Flacco shit. Not Joe Flacco shit. Come on, man. Ass in the regular season, but nice in the playoffs. He's never overrated like Joe Flacco. Not exactly. Oh, All right, man. And moving on, the Sixers beat the Kings 119-111. Early in the game, it looked like the Sixers were just going to run away with this one. They were up 10 in the first, but the Kings fought back in the second quarter, and De'Aaron Fox and Halliburton both went crazy. I was watching this one, and Fox had 23 at halftime, Halliburton at 15. But in the second half, the Sixers said, no more Halliburton. You cannot have him anymore. It wasn't even like he shot bad. But at that point, amen. And Buddy had 17 in the first half as well. But you knew that was foul money. And he, and Heald and Fox just kept shooting the ball. Um, for the Sixers, Embiid, 6 of 15 from the field. But 14 free throws, 25 points, 17 rebounds. And he's a much improved pass this year. Six assists for him. Tobias Harris, 22 points, 10 rebounds for him. Seth Curry, 22, 4 of 6 from deep. And Ben Simmons, 14 points. Again, him and Embiid, both a plus nine out there. And he had nine assists and seven rebounds. And I got to say, apparently I was wrong. Cork Miles all of a sudden is coming to play, man. 13 points for him and a plus six off the bench. They needed all of that. Yeah, Maxi banked pretty much out the rotation at this point for Cork Miles. Or whatever. <laughs> I don't really love that, but that's fine. Um, yeah. Okay. For the Kings, hey man, highest plus minus again, Halliburton, six and nine from the field, 15 points. But Darren Fox was cooking in the first half. And he decided he just wanted to keep shooting the ball. 13 for 30 from the field, three for 10 from deep, 34 points, 10 assists. But oh no, man, not great. But even then, and he was a minus 10 out there. But even then, hey man, Buddy Heald, seven for 20, six of 16, 21 points. I'm even okay with the Aaron doing it. Buddy Hill should not be shooting the ball 20 freaking times. Um, Damn. Not 50 shots between them two. Yeah. They just no, went, not, not 16 three-point attempts. Yeah. Who the fuck do these – not 26 between them two. Wow. Who the fuck these niggas think they are? They, they thought they was Kyrie and Harden. They thought they, thought they, they thought they had made it, man. They forgot who brought them there. They thought they were Kyrie and Harden, bro. They left the they, hey man, they left the date that brought them there, man. Hey man. He plus, he plus, was out there plus two. He was right. He, he was out there. He just didn't get to shoot anymore. He was shooting all the shots. Give <laughs> <laughs> flying fuck about it. Fuck's a Halliburton. We're we're all stars. <laughs> all stars one might be. <laughs> That's what they thought. That's not what I think. That's what they think. Uh, I, I don't know who's whole buddy. <laughs> all star. Somebody. She's underpaid in it all. Oh, yeah. Vlade. <laughs> Vlade did tell him he was the next Steph Curry. Hey, and sure. Bagley, by the way, 6 of 11, 17 points, only a minus one out there. Amen. Rashawn Holmes, 5 of 9, minus 10. I mean. More Bagley, that's cool. That's pretty fun. He can't just shoot. I mean, he, he wasn't. He wasn't bad. He wasn't bad today. Pretty good game. Yeah, 
He wasn't that team. He wasn't that bad. <clears throat> wow. He wasn't he wasn't that bad today. Good job, Marvin. Shot over 50%. <laughs> 15, 15 points in the second half, too. So yeah. yeah, that's pretty good. That's really good. I'm happy for him. Want him. I want him to be a good player, bro. Too. What? I just said I want him to be good. He, I just said he had a good game. What you want me? Oh, Marvin Bagley, he back. He back. He up next now. What's a Luca? Fuck a Luca. <laughs> My man Marvin was in his bag last he night. He was. <laughs> 17 <laughs> points. This is probably game of the season. <laughs> Damn, Ricky. Darnell, what were you? <laughs> I think this game just simply came down to him being better than whoever Sacramento threw out there. Rashawn Holmes has been playing good this year, but 10 points, five rebounds, 22 minutes, not enough. Five fouls, like, he he's not big enough to guard and beat. We all know that. And Is anybody? At this point, not really. <laughs> you just kind of got to hope and be misses shots. But yeah. Seth Curry, 4-6 from the three-point line, 4-4 from the free throw line, 22 points. They needed all of those. And 22 consistent, 22 and 10 for Tobias. He's been consistent yeah. all year. And the Sixers have the number one seed in the East. So we'll see if they can keep this up. But the Kings just had an offshoot night from De'Aaron Fox and Buddy Hill. Buddy Hill yeah. definitely shouldn't be shaking that many shots. And De'Aaron Fox has been going off the last few games, so I'm not mad that he wanted to try to keep it going. But he did finish with 34, so it's not too shabby. I mean, Buddy got a role, and I understand it because my role is Buddy's role. Just go out there and jack a bunch of threes. I feel it. I ain't even mad at him for it. <laughs> so, but really, all this all this game came down to is is something Demetrius said from the start right here. Embiid is a better passer. And that's all this season has come down to. Cause Embiid lad, the reason the the reason that the Sixers used to fold was because Embiid could not hold on to the fucking ball for the life of him. That man was a turnover machine. And at this point, his, his, his turnovers are down. I mean, four isn't great, but when considering what he used to do, you know, four is, four is definitely an improvement. Six assists, that's great for him. He's moving the ball more. And then we know the, the team – only works when both of them are out there and both of them were out there and they were both a plus nine you can't the team does not work with with one or the other the team only works with both of them so you know ben and ben and joel are the, are the keys to the team as we've known for the last like four years and you know it's not much to say philadelphia has easily been a top three team in the league if not the best team in the league so far this season. And again, to, like you said, Tobias had a great game. Tobias has been amazing this season. Will it carry into the postseason? That's always the question. But at least so far in the regular season, he's definitely been amazing. So I just, yeah, not much you can say. I mean, the Sixers kind of just, they're grooving. This is the game where yeah. they're like, you know what? We want our one seed. 
And they, they, they didn't do this. They have never done this, actually, in the Embiid. They're, they're just like, you know, we're not losing tonight. We don't care. We're going to wake up, lock up, and focus. And I think the biggest reason they can do that is because, really, of Curry and Green. It's always one of the two. And yeah. One of them hits, then they can kind of keep them afloat until Simmons and Embiid decide to wake up. Yeah. Your defense. And when that happens, the game's pretty much over. Um, yeah. And real quick, I mean, the big thing to me, one thing I didn't know, one thing I didn't even notice or mention, but thigh ball out there, 22 minutes, didn't even shoot the ball with a plus six. So obviously, I think they were just like in the second half, you know what, thigh ball, man, just go ahead and just guard, guard, dude, guard Halliburton, guard, guard or guard Fox. <laughs> guard one of these two, man. Give Simmons up. Yeah. Because Fox really was cooking him. Fox cooks kind of everybody. You know, Fox is an elite point guard. Yeah. He's just he's the one guy who's he's just fast. Faster, yeah. Yeah. And Simmons just had to let him keep shooting jumpers, but the eyeball at least is going to be annoying. And then if you have Simmons and and be behind him, it's a problem. Yeah. I'm actually, this game actually impressed me from the Kings, though, because they really are fighting for this. They Mm -hmm. really are a lot better. I mean, Halliburton, we know, is the real difference. But ironically, I was going to say the one thing that they don't have now is a big. That's their problem. If they had a really good big man. That's what they were trying to get from that guy that only played seven minutes. Yeah, but he knocked out. Everyone knew that. Everyone that was, yeah. yeah. And this is uh, the team. To me, this it's is funny. Is more of a backup center. He can't guard the bigger guys. I mean, we've seen him get cooked by Jokic recently. And they won the game, but it wasn't like he was doing anything to stop anything. Yeah. Um, no, nah, the, the problem with the Kings has always been they have too many big men, and none of them are good enough. <laughs> That's always been the issue with the team. So, like, De'Aaron's good. Barnes, even though Barnes didn't have a great game, he's been good this season. And even Buddy, Buddy, Buddy is – Buddy can have a good game. He has been sparingly this season, but he's capable of it. So, but really, could does it really has come down to the bigs for a while? Just not being that good. And they try to trade for one. They try to draft one. Nothing works. I mean, again, I know I'd be roasting him, but he is only twenty-one. So, I mean, he he is he's the he's the hope. He's the hope for the team right now. I don't think he's strong enough. Yeah. I think he'll ever be strong enough to see the build. Well, what they got to do is they got to trade him. They got to trade him, then. Damn, Sacramento could have just gotten Aiden. Would have fixed all these problems. Well, the problem with that is that Aiden went number one. (laughs) I understand what the problem with it is. Trust me, I know. (laughs) That's one lottery ball away, man. Anyway, though. Phoenix, that's that's really the whole difference between Phoenix and Sacramento right there. Pretty much. But Aiden, Aiden really guards everybody. Um, yeah. But moving on, man, Heat versus Knicks. These are two look teams, but <laughs> game at least went down to the wire. Um, hey, man, the Heat ended up winning 98-96, holding the Knicks to 14 points in the fourth quarter, and still only scoring 22 themselves. But damn it, they got the win. They're crawling 
to 10-14 right now. Um, for the Knicks, man, I mean, you can see it. He's dying. He's out there, and he just, he just he's, he's dead. Julius Randle, <laughs> 4 of 18, 1 for 7 from 3. My man has no legs. They're like jello now. 12 points, 8 rebounds. Only a minus 4, but damn. Yeah. Okay. Alfred Payton went out there, 8 for 16, three turnovers, four assists. He had 18 points. Um, RJ Barrett, he's also slowly fading, 5 of 14, 13 points. But, hey, they got him some help. They got him help in the name of Derek Rose. 14 points off the bench. He was a plus six. Alec Burks, plus nine, 11 points. And quickly, it seems like he's now going to get phased out. Uh, was was Derek Rose ever a plus in Detroit? No. Not. <laughs> not once. He came right to the Knicks and righted all the wrongs. Crazy. Now they just got to get rid of Alfred Payton and just start quickly. Or even start Burks. You can, you can start Burks, bro. Yeah, y'all did and it work. Yep. And then we just didn't do it again. <laughs> then, y'all, then y'all were like, you know what? We like Josh more. Dumb. Why would we start Burks? Even though he just had 20 in the playoff game. Anyway, man. Um, I hate Brett Brown. Um, yeah, for the Heat, this man really said, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna defy all odds. All of them. You know, I don't care that I'm with Slim. I don't care that this team stinks. I'm gonna go out there, put up 26, flop my way to the line 15 times. 26, 10 assists, eight rebounds, and they needed every single plus that Jimmy Butler gave him. He was like plus 25 out there. They tried to put him on the bench for 12 minutes, and that man gave Vincent out there for five. That was a minus 16 and single-handed. Damn. Duncan Robinson went out there 0 for 5 from deep, 0 for 7 from the field, minus 12. I'm shocked he was only in minus – well, I know why. It's because he was playing a bunch of tired dudes. So, the only reason he was in minus 12 without making a shot. Bam also went out there. He said, you know what, Jimmy, if you want to do it, I'm a flop with you. 13 to 16 at the line for 19 points. Finally did it. And the starting Kendrick, now he's a plus 8, but they finally realized what to do. That man right there, Tyler Hero off the bench, 6 of 15, 15 points. Just changes their whole team, and he's back on the bench, gets to shoot. As as Gabe Vincent was the only one who could score a bucket off the bench with him, he had three. So if it's Tyler Hero, can, it can just be Tyler. I don't think it can just be Goran Dragic or even just none off the bench scoring because none really done playing defense. But if you put him around the other guys, you can at least kind of hide him because Jimmy there and Bam there. Um. But anyway, man, Iggy as well, minus 16 off the bench. I told you that man is fucking garbage. <laughs> bad. Don, what were your thoughts on this one? I actually, you you didn't mention one player, and I think the whole game came down to one matchup. And I'm looking at the plus minuses. Minus 14, Mitchell Robinson. Plus 19, Kelly Olenek. Six of eight from three. That's what I'm looking at right there. So what I think probably happened, and I'm looking, Bam was a man, minus five, and Nerlens was a plus 12. So I'm guessing they had Nerlens guarding Bam. And then they – because Bam had – I mean, Nerlens had four personal fouls too. I mean, Mitch had five too, but Bam – I mean, Nerlens had four personal fouls, so he was probably, you know, 
out here fouling Bam, which is one of the reasons he got to the free throw line so much. But what I think happened was they had lineups with Mitch and Kelly out there. I think that, you know, Mitch is another, like, paint presence. He's another, like, post defender. So, like, as soon as you stretch him outside, he's not really quick enough to get out there. And Kelly, even though he's inconsistent as hell, this game he found his rhythm and he hit a bunch of threes. So I, I, I think that's what the, I, I really do think that's what it came down to for, for Miami to win this game. And I don't know if you saw, but like at the end of the game, like I, I don't know who fouled him, but Jimmy like <laughs> Jimmy like was on the ground. And he like he was like selling a flagrant foul. I think he got I think he got the flagrant foul hit free throws at the end. But, like, he looked over. Like, he pretended like he was real hurt. Then he, like, peeked over to make sure the refs were looking at him. I saw that. (laughs) So, so Jimmy kind of finessed. Jimmy just smart nigga his way into a win. But I really do think that the the matchup between Kelly and Mitchell Robinson was really what opened the door for Miami. Because I already know Mitchell did not go out there and try to guard all them Kelly threes. For one, he probably ain't believed they would go in. And two, he's not fast enough to go out there and close out. So, Yeah, I know. What were your thoughts on this one? I think the game, the fourth quarter, is what just stands out. I mean, you got a, a one-possession game, 96-98, and the free throws were the biggest disparity. I think in the, in the fourth quarter, Jimmy Butler got to the line seven times. Bam got to the line six times. And in the fourth quarter, they got no scoring from Julius Randle for the Knicks. So that's – he's been their best player all year. They got one bucket from R.J. Barrett. Where does their scoring come from? Like, I noticed they only score 14. So, of course, it's not going to be a lot of scoring. But those are the guys that you expect to be there in closing time, and they weren't. Yeah, and if those are the guys you expect, man, this is what we expect from the Knicks. They slowly begin to rapidly decay. Yeah, this is a team that they need some rest because of the high minutes is obviously taking a toll no, a little bit. You don't get rest. No, I mean rest like as far as the all-star break and getting that little week. Oh, they gonna That's get why- None of them are going to be there now. That's why Derek. That's why Derek Rose came right back. He came right back to take some to to, to take some of the minutes away because he don't mind. He don't mind being ran to the ground. Clearly, every time this man coached somewhere, he like you know what? I need to go there too. <laughs> he, said, he said I got the I got the synergy. You said what? Well, oh yeah, he got that. And he helped him get that MVP. He forever. He forever loyal. I forgot to even mention, man, kiss of the night. Oubre blew a kiss to the to the bench after he had a three. Why do NBA players keep doing this? Kiss of the night. Kiss of that's night. that's what we're doing now. <laughs> Only if there's yeah. one. Hey, man, Kelly Kelly be doing that. Kelly be getting teched for kissing, for blowing kisses to people. It'd be oh. funny shit. All right, Kelly. I hate Kelly Oubre. I think hate is a strong word, so I probably don't want to say hate, <laughs> but. <laughs> Yes. You said you you said you hate him, Darnell. <laughs> yes, I do. That's <laughs> like all, all Cavs fans hate Kelly Oubre. I mean, not Kelly Oubre, Kelly Olynyk. 
Oh, you're talking. Oh, I was confused. We obviously understand Olenek man really broke that man whole arm. Yeah. That Nothing that was the same a, since then. That could have been a championship, man. Could have been. Yeah. Oh well. I mean, personally, I, I think that I think the two titles should have been flipped, but you know, either way, y'all got y'all's, they got theirs. They got Regardless. a lot more than we got, but we got one. Well, like, y'all helped. Y'all helped them. Y'all should have just sat there and lost, because you know what? They they wouldn't have got to rant. <laughs> y'all sat there and lost. Y'all should have just won the first time and let them win the second time. Because Durant wasn't going there if they if they if they won. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's facts. Y'all got greedy. So <laughs> them niggas, them niggas wanted to win a title for the first time in like fifty years. How dare they? Exactly. Cool. They say you they say, you know what? Y'all never win and won again. <laughs> Hey, I'll take hey. one championship over. Yeah, I'll take it. That's fair. You take it over three. <laughs> See, this is the thing, right? I think <laughs> I don't think it would be that fun to win three championships in four years because it's so you like don't. jumbled up. I think it would be better to spread them out a little bit, like fifty so years kind of, apiece. Definitely not 50 years. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, but, the last time the last time your city, not not the not the Cavaliers, the last time Cleveland won a title in a sport was the Browns before the NFL was created. I mean not before the uh before the Super Bowl was created. This is I know this. Cleveland. <laughs> huh? My man, my man Dom Cowherd has just decided to attack Cleveland for <laughs> I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> so, 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 if there's anybody to blame, well, really, Kelly Olynyk is the reason that Durant went to Golden State. So, there you go. We can yeah. blame Kelly Olynyk for it. <laughs> That's why, I, and I still hate Kelly Olynyk. <laughs> I hate Kelly Oubre, so I feel you on that. Kelly. See, you hate Kelly Oubre for no reason. No, there's a reason he's ruining the man's MVP. The team is ruining it. No, 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 it's him. <laughs> it's him. It's really him. This man just watched. Hey, man. You know Draymond did it for a game. Kelly's done it for like seven already. <laughs> seven, of them, seven of them Johns. Smack minus 14 and a seven-point loss. Anyway, man. Moving on, the Pistons beat the Nets 122-111. No Kevin Durant. And, I mean, hey, Kyrie said, you know what? I'm shooting this bitch 28 times. I don't care. Only got to the free throw line once. Only real complaint. He was a minus 13 out there. Weird. Harden went out there. 8 for 14, uh, 24 points, 12 assists. He was a minus 11. The two worst plus minus on the team. They did play the most. Well, Joe Harris is right there with him. He was only a minus four. So I don't really know what to make of this one. The- you, know, you know what's funny? The turnovers were hard. Never mind. That makes sense. You know what's funny? De'Aaron and, De'Aaron and Buddy 
took more shots than Kyrie and Harden. Yeah. Yeah. Scored the same amount of points. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. And for the Pistons, hey man, Grant, 11 for 19, 32 points for him. My Grant's continues to go crazy. Most proof player, I'm trying to tell y'all. I'm trying to tell y'all that. Plumley, 14 points, 12 rebounds, 7 assists. Blake Griffin, 1 of 5 from 3, but it don't matter. He's a plus 3 doing his job. <laughs> hey, off the, hey, their bench looks better now without Rose there. Josh Jackson, 5 of 10 out there. Uh, Bay, 6 of 6, plus 10 out there for Sadiq. Bay. Nets, who's on the team. And for the Pistons, man, the return of doing what he do. Wayne Ellington back two for five from deep. They just need him to be out there. Just take up some minutes, really. Uh, Don, what are your thoughts on this one? Hey, man. It's like I said last time. When Ellington wasn't there, they got blown out. When Ellington was there, <laughs> they beat the Nets. Is there a correlation? Exactly. I don't know. I think so. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he he was only a zero, but damn it, he, he wasn't a minus. That's all he needed to be. No, nah, but I mean, the Nets don't play defense. And I, I ain't going to lie, before when we were picking the games, I was like, I'm – I really want to pick Detroit. I really did. But I was like, I just I just can't trust them. After that shit I saw against Atlanta, when they, when they blew like a 15. I'm like, if Trey Young can do all this to them, then what the fuck are Kyrie and Harden going to do? But I forgot that even though they can't, even though Atlanta can't play defense either, Brooklyn really can't play defense, so... If they're gonna be missing the third, the third part of their offense, then I mean, it, it it looked it looked clean, it looked clean at first. You feel me? Every time somebody missed a game, oh, it's Durant the problem. Oh, it's Harden the problem. Oh, Kyrie must be the problem. Trade one. Of, I mean, we still think trade one of them, which most likely Kyrie, huh? I don't think that at all. I'll say we. That's well, we depend, depending on free agency. That's I mean, depending on if they pick somebody up. That's the only way. Because now the Cavs already said they're not buying Drummond out. So they're going to want to trade. And unless y'all want to give up fucking Joe Harris and a second, or Spencer Dinwiddie a second, then you feel me? At this point, I mean, if y'all want the title this year, go ahead. <laughs> Just get rid of Dinwiddie at this point. Fuck it. Honestly, but I mean, you know, Nets have no defense and they were missing part of their offense. So the Detroit just took advantage of that. And Detroit, they fight with everybody, don't matter who they are. And look, the 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 Pistons have beat the Lakers, 76ers, and Nets all in all in the same season. So amen. Detroit, Detroit's out here. <laughs> they don't win. They don't win many, but they stay in. They stay in all of them enough. But trading Derrick Rose, you were saying the bench looks better without Derrick Rose. N- now I'm just interested because you already know what they're going to try and do. They traded for him. You might as the fuck well see. So I want to know how Dennis Smith Jr. is going to be if he comes into the rotation. 
Is they are they is he gonna come in there and be revitalized? Was it the Knicks fucking him back? Because he was okay in Dallas. He wasn't great, but he was all right. But you know, going over to Detroit, will that help revitalize him a little bit, or is he really just garbage? So I think this I think this will be the time where we really find out who Dennis Smith Jr. is, if he's a G League player or if he's the baby Westbrook that he was supposed to be coming into the league. This is the Pistons storyline this season just sucks. Darno, what are your thoughts? <laughs> yeah, I think I think the Nets have a lot of issues on the defensive end, obviously. You saw there was one play where DeAndre Jordan get blown by by Plumley. Plumley finishes oh, no. like a sweeping hook shot. And DeAndre oh, no. Jordan just didn't contest it. And then James Harden just kind of blows up at DeAndre Jordan about defense. And who did it? James Harden. James Harden. It was like an altercation. That's who. James Harden. Yeah. So last night, I won't stop sleeping on him. I don't think we can get off the ground. I don't think we can make any conclusions about the Nets, knowing that Kevin Durant's not out there and how big of a piece he is to their offense knowing that they're not a team that has a roster that can really play elite defense. So I think at the deadline, there's some moves, and they have to kind of sharp – or they have to kind of round out the edges of the offense or the, of the roster to make a run at this thing because I don't think their roster is a complete – like a they depleted their whole roster to get James Harden basically. So for them to get the other pieces that mesh right, they're going to have to wait to the deadline and make some moves – I don't know if that, that move is Andre Drummond or if – because I don't know how much of an upgrade he is over DeAndre Jordan at this point. But, well, he's a definite upgrade, but he doesn't bring the same – I don't think he can be a fourth fiddle and be successful because he needs his touches to stay engaged and he's not really a rim protector, even though he is a defensive presence. Bruh. How did DeAndre Jordan have five turnovers? Like, how did no he touch idea. the ball enough to get five turnovers? Could have been a couple offensive fouls, but I don't know. <laughs> he had two fouls. I was looking smack for that. <laughs> I mean, don't, for, don't forget three second violations count as turnovers. Oh, so he was just in the way. Sounds about right. <laughs> they had five turnovers in 23 minutes. Like he could, he could have just easily just been standing in the paint too long a few times. Damn, Andre, man, really did ruin everything. Yeah, I mean that's what happens when you trade your center. But <laughs> hey, man, they're here now. Fuck it, <laughs> they're here at this point, <laughs> and now, and now they're. Not. All right, Darnell, so here we go. The moment everyone is waiting for. Who is your player of the night, game of the night, coach of the night, and dickhead of the So, for my player of the night, I'm going to have to go with Donovan Mitchell with 36 points. 36 points and nine assists. So for my game of the night, I'm going to have to go with Philadelphia Sacramento. My coach of the night, I'm going to go with 
Stan Van Gundy because he's figuring out who to play and who not to play. And for my dickhead of the day, it's got to go to Steven Silas because I have nobody else to choose, and he's a good option because they just left a stinker out there. Second game in a row, you just not playing your best players. Like, what are you guys resting for? It's not probably not going to make the playoffs at this race. I mean, if you're just not going to play them, so you might as well just throw them out there and see what happens. Get them some – you know, continuity together or something, but that's my that's my line though. Dom, what are your uh, answers? Um, game of the day is New York and Miami. Player of the day is um, Jeremy Grant. Um, coach of the day, I'll go with. Hmm. Hmm. I guess I'll go with – yeah, I'll go with um, Stan Van Gundy as well, just, like, learning who to put in the rotation or not. And, honestly, nobody did anything stupid enough for me to roast them. So, there's no dickhead of the day. All right, cool. Player of the day for me, Donovan Mitchell. Game of the day, Sixers-Kings. Um, coach of the day. I'm going to go Stan Van Gundy, too, because he's listening. He stopped playing J.J. Redick and Jackson Hayes. And dickhead of the day for me, Kemba Walker, 2 for 12, minus 16, single-handedly leading to the loss, getting cooked on the other end, as I can assume he was. (laughs) (laughs) My dickhead of the day. Damn, Kemba. He earned it. Make a shot. He didn't earn it now. <laughs> I say he didn't earn it. Hey, man, tonight, oh, my God, a rare occasion. We have ESPN games, but they're not complete trash. That means at least Jalen on the halftime show today. Hawks, Mavericks at 7. The one it should have been last week. The one it should have been last week, correct. But they <laughs> did it this week. And Bucks, Suns, man, they are going to make ESPN push this Giannis story, whether they want to or not. But at least they get bro, to they, play the Suns, which isn't completely. Bro, it's already the story's already been told. There's nothing more to tell. They're to going the to story. make ESPN push the story. <laughs> How many different times do we have to see him, Thanasis, and, and Costas to get that? You feel me? Every Wednesday on ESPN. <laughs> That's how much time, how much you see it. Like, like I look like, hey man, I'm proud of Giannis. I love the story, but it's just like it's a story that's already told. And if he's just not going to progress as a player, then I mean, there's nothing more to learn about the guy. <laughs> Wednesdays on ESPN is family days. They're for they're about family, <laughs> they're about community, <laughs> and that's what we're gonna do. Damn it. We're going to have the Scoopo family up there on national TV. We're going to make it work. Is that why they did the Bucks versus the, pa- versus the Pacers? Yep. So they could do the holidays and then the Coopos. <laughs> yep. Primetime ESPN games. The best they could possibly ask for. And they Damn, the, they're both the balls playing each other. Also that's the ESPN. That's straight Disney right there. Yep. <laughs> Disney, that's not even ESPN. That was that was Disney right in their ears. Talking about, you know what? Giannis is a nice guy, and we're going to make him a star. We're going to make people watch him. 
whether they <laughs> want to or not. <laughs> he gonna be right there. You turn on ESPN yeah. like Alexa. Yeah. So, anyway, that's gonna be a fun night. Pelicans, Bulls. Hope you pick Levine. He sucks. And um, <laughs> so that's I, that's hey man, you don't want to pick him last time. I ain't pick him. Uh, yep, I said I hope you pick him this time. Uh, I'm good off that. Yeah. Hey man, the Pelicans are on a winning. Exactly. Pelicans, the Pelicans are on a winning streak right now. I'm not picking against them right now. At least you also agree. The Pelicans are on a winning streak right now. The Pelicans are on a winning streak right now. I mean, is Zach Levine better than Zion or Brandon Ingram? No. So there you go. (laughs) Is he better than Zion? Is he better than Lonzo Ball? Well, the Bulls are trying to trade for Lonzo Ball accordingly. So I guess that's something we'll figure out if they play together. Huh? I don't know if the Pelicans want Levine for Lonzo. They not trying to trade Levine, nigga. What the fuck? Anyway, man, thank you guys yeah. so much for listening. <laughs> we appreciate the love as always, man. And uh, for Darnell and Dom, this was Demetrius. I hope you enjoy. Triple Ds. Deuces. <laughs>